Hello. Welcome. Welcome, one and all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I have, uh, I gotta look up the menu or the item. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. I mean, I already got it, but like I, got, I had to get the, oh, okay. All right, we might just start again. <laughs> we might just do a little beep beep. Delete him. We might do a little baby boop bop bop bop. Uh, um, what do you mean that's the wrong password? Hold on. Bop, boop, boop. Uh, oh my god, which one was it? Was it this one? Hold on. Okay, um, I don't know. Forgot password, I guess. Oh my god, which email did I use? Okay, yeah, this email's fine. Okay. Okay, I'll just keep refreshing my email until I get my password reset. Oh my god, that's like the longest. This is a long minute. So like what then? Like if you if it's if it's if it's known if it's known that Like, factually, um, you know, not even your ancestors, like, you know, you would think that, like, oh, my ancestors look, up, you know, look upon me and think, uh, what a pussy. No, uh, they think, like, wow, what an amazing life that must be. But, you know, if they had a time machine and they spent one year in... American culture they would be malnourished and depressed and bored and be like OMG I can't even you know obviously it's not none of these things shape who we become they reveal who we are right oh my god can we just can we start the euthanasia thing now I heard, I heard there was a place uh, where you could order that. 
I really like my backpack. My, it's my water backpack that I drink water out of. While inside the house. Well, the condominium. Hey, I'm so sad. I'm just so sad and empty and I was watching I was watching my all my my computer's all fucked up and I don't care enough to change it so I'm just adapt you know how I had all my icons in like specific places? Well it's all fucked up. It's like doesn't even make sense how it's fucked up. It looks like someone lifted up one of the monitors and it just all slid to one side. But there's still some on the edge of the second monitor. It doesn't make any sense. But I dig it. Um, babe, I'm so sad. And it's hard, it's so hard to fight off. It's so hard to fight off, you know? I mean, I'm to, just to, to go back on the ancestors looking down on me thing, that's all bullshit, by the way. Like, I don't, um, uh, one, I don't care what those people think because it's of no consequence. And what they don't think, they're dead and they never met me. And if they're watching me, that's weird on them. You know, well, then, like, someone's watching me, or maybe they just, like, read the Wikipedia page about me in heaven. Like, the whole you're watching me all the time thing is, like, weird. Um, also, like, how, you got a, what, you got a bunch of eyes? Like, I don't know, you got, like, a, you got a security cameras, like a casino. It's just a wall of them. Anyway, I'm just saying, you guardian angels, your guardian creeping me out. Babe, oh my god, I put Dropbox on here for 10 seconds, and now it has taken over my computer. Oh my god, task manager, oh my god, startup applications, oh my god, Dropbox disabled, please leave me alone, now and forever. What else would we like to disable on startup? Well, I mean, while we're here, we already have so many. Um, when some when when a, when a like a desktop application, uh, like by default checks its like startup, uh, you know, load on startup app, you know, whatever, and so it'll like just be in the it'll be ready for you at your beck and call because it's probably the first thing that you're doing. Um, I'm like, you need to calm down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. If this is a work, you know, uh, exclusively a work thing, then yeah, when I turn it on, go ahead and start up like Slack and Zoom and, you know, the, the Google or whatever, you know. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, I decided... Um, I have decided that my, I shall call my comedy mistakes per minute. Um, I, I would call it 
It'd be mistakes per hour, but nobody sticks around that long. And it ends with a blackout. Some science, some, some like muffled crying and then Trying to play these indie games for fun. It's rough. Nothing. Like, they're just such great... A lot of them are, like, really great pieces of art, art you know? Interactive stories, and... And I just... And I'm, like, just skipping it. Because I... I can't... You know... Like, there's a game that has more female characters than male characters. You have a party of five. I mean, technically it's half and half, but I'm counting... Anyway, that they're twins, but... I'm, and Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're all robots. <laughs> this is a good... That's a good game for me, where I'm like... Let me like, okay, first let me tell you about the, <laughs> the gender diversity. Uh, and then, oh, they're all robots. But actually, one of the problems that I, with this game, just kind of talking about that, is the main character, um, I feel like they just, like, changed uh, her gender. Like, there was really nothing about her uh, design or personality or anything that seems um, like, you know, she, I guess she's a robot, so she could be either, either, either gender. I like that they just switched the default, but it still feels like a man writing a woman, I guess. Um, don't get me started. Baby, I miss you. All I want to do is kiss you. Baby. All I want to do is kiss you. I miss you. Oh, this is still recording. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I love you. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll add this to the end of the last thing. I wasn't really planning on it, but... Okay. Bye. Take me now. Okay, now. Now that's good. You take me now. Okay, God. Oh, where are we going? Who's, if you're back here with me, who's driving?
Okay, God, I'll shut up. Oh, man. Um, it's me, Margaret. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, I wasn't gonna... Fuck, man, I got... I got high and I got sad. <clears throat> um... I don't know. Hi, welcome to the Elena Show. This is a show that is for Elena's and Elena's only because this is just, for some reason, just easier than a voicemail. I don't know. That's that's the tagline for the show. Uh, the Elena Show is easier than a voicemail. Um, or I could say the Elena show, where the Elenas go, but then other Elenas would listen, and that's not allowed. It's just for you. I'm high, and I'm sad, and my brain is being weird, and I'm, like, clapping my teeth. I was, like, t- messaging people with weird questions, and I, I was like, why does the bus driver get mad when I clap my teeth at the animals? It's like, what? There's a lot of information in that question. What are you doing? Uh, mm, okay. Okay. Where's the neck wall? Hi, hello. Be my friend. I got something in my teeth. Sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll just get to it. I'll get to it. This is the whole point of me doing this thing is to to talk to you. And I just, I don't want to do it. Not talk to you, but I, I do want to talk to you. Wait, come back. <laughs> no. Stay. I'm still trying to get this thing out of my mouth. That's what she said. Huh? No, stay. Stop. Stop walking away from me. I'm probably in your headphones. So I'm just going to keep following you in your, in your head. Don't pot. Zit. It sounded like you paused it, right? You thought you paused it for a second? Did I get you? Did I get you with it? When I did the fake pop. And it sounded like I was going to say pause, you know? And then I was like, pop. And then I was like, zit. You know what I mean? That part. How long ago did she leave, do you think? So, like, there's no way she's listening to this part. Oh, God. I was holding in that part for a long time. Oh, okay. I'm just glad now that she's not like listening anymore. I can, I can just be myself. Mm. So here was the question. I got real sad. And for some reason I had the thought and it created this question. If you found a list 
of everyone who ever loved you with the dates that they started and stopped, if applicable, would that make you happy or sad? Right? I like I asked two people the that question. And they <laughs> they gave very different answers. So you're the tiebreaker. So if you found a list of ever, I already I already made my list. I'll I'll send it to you. Okay, hold on. I got I'm going to send it to you right now cuz I'll forget. I also sent you just a bunch of other bullshit. Okay. All right, so here's my list. Uh, I sent you the picture. A list of un. Uh, I'm going to take it again. I'm going to take it from the top. Is this still recording? Yeah, okay. I'm going to take it again. Okay. <coughs> okay, I'm just going to start from the top. All right. Mm, a lit. Oh, we're not. Are you ready? I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. All right. Last looks and everything. Okay. All right. We're let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> a list of everyone who ever loved me. Name the start date and the end date. My dog. Start date, 5-7-1991. End date, 10-23-2005. That's when the dog died. Her name was Layla. My wife, start date, 12-16-2009. That's not the real date, but that's close. <laughs> I I couldn't look at the real date. End date 422 2018. That's the real date. Okay, sorry, this is supposed to be funny. I'm sorry. Hi. <clears throat> Hi. <clears throat> I wasn't crying. I was coughing. I was petting the... The cat, the cat showed up again. Like, I'm like, your food's outside now. And, uh, yeah. So she came inside and now she just won't stop, you know, meowing at me until I pet her. 
Just like a woman, am I right? I don't know. I'm not sure what that character is trying to be. You can. I'm, I'm in the middle of a game, but you know, Charlie doesn't seem to to care because I give very good uh, pets and massages, and she never wants me to stop. But you know, like her butter butt's leaking, you know, and I. And I feel bad for her, because then she must, like, you know, just in pain, I guess. Or, like, um, discomfort, you know, continuously. Which is funny, because, like, you know cats get put down for no reason dumb reason you know and Charlie's chill you know I'd be like I'm like I'm like the world's probably better because Charlie's in it right this cat but um uh you know like but it but um I would you know, there's, there's there's enough wrong with me to euthanize me, I guess. That was always the thing, basically, when when somebody said that they were afraid of me, they were afraid I was going to hurt them physically, and I had never done anything like that. And so when they had said that, it, like... It, it had, like, crossed, like, a line in my head. It's, like, one of the few... It's, like, one of the few things where, it like... You know, you have, like, a photographic memory of, like, traumatic events. Like, I can see that whole conversation happening in slow motion. My divorce was two years ago. I don't know why I'm just... Anyway, babe, I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy with you. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm full of regret that I didn't, that I, you know, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I was crazy all along. She knew me for 10 years. I think I stayed about the same amount of crazy. Um, you, you're getting me at, like, maximum crazy, um you know, well, you got me at, like, low crazy when we met, but also very high crazy, because I was supposed to kill myself the next week, um, okay, yeah, you're getting a pretty high level of crazy, um, anyway, you're a saint, that's all I'm saying, uh, I'm gonna like fall asleep petting this cat on the futon while the chill ass dope music from the video game plays.
you know, I just like close my eyes and I pretend that you're here. Are you petting the kitty? Well, you're not petting the kitty. You're waiting your turn. But you're sitting and waiting patiently to pet the kitty. And you're watching with envy and with awe. And you're kind of taking notes a little bit, too. Because you're kind of, you're watching how uh, Charlie reacts to the different things that I'm, I'm doing, you know? Like, I'm isolating, like, certain tendons in her body. Oh, she left. It's probably because I said tendons. I'm not going to follow you to the other side of the futon. She's back. She she was like, she was like, things are good, but they could be better. What? What? Don't, don't eat the weed. That's not for you. You're so cute, though. Okay, she's like, she's like snuggling up with me. And I just, I want, um... I don't know. I'm I'm really glad that you get to see what I'm like around animals. Um, <laughs> because where are you going? You're so curious. I love that. Oh, oh, oh! That's gonna fall, and that's gonna that's gonna scare you. I don't. I just don't want it to scare you, baby. Okay. You can knock it over. You could knock it over all day. It's just about. I know. I know. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad you got to see me interact with, like, animals, um, because, um, like, this is what I'm like with all animals. Like, I'll meet them where they're at, you know what I mean? Like, some animals are less expressive or less curious or active or whatever, but, like, you know, I'll meet those animals where they're at, too. Like, I'll chill, you know? I can chill. Yeah, she needs to go to the vet. Like, just for, like, maintenance stuff, you know? Like, like just based off some of the things I'm seeing with her behavior, like, uh, she needs her ears to be, like, checked. Um, she definitely needs to get this butthole thing figured out. Um, but she's very intelligent and trainable um and you know and like what what a what a sign of intelligence uh trust is right um like she's 
I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Stop. Stop. She got. I know. She was biting me. She got all excited. It's okay, kitty. You got all excited. All right, go lay over there. I'm not going to join you, though. She's just laying on this backpack that I have. And it's like not... I'm just going to take a picture. She's it's just like... This doesn't look comfortable for, like, anyone. I mean, no, maybe she's working it. I don't know. Maybe she's working it. I'll send it, I'll send it to you. This is the... The pictures for like nine something something. Wait, was it that one? Still some... No, she looks comfortable. I'm not gonna send you the picture. False alarm. So like you're gonna look at your messages and then you're gonna be like, oh messages, and then like later you're gonna be listening to the show and you'll be like Oh, this is the thing. Oh, wait, no, it's not, because he actually didn't. And then he explained it. Don't you love that? Oh, my God. She got all tuckered out. She's all sleepy. She's, like, zonked. I don't know. I'm making up words. She's passed out good. She's never had a pet that good. I mean, you know what it's like when I give massages, babe. I'm very thorough. It's because I get to use all my ADHD powers. Let's see if I can get a, I'm gonna see if I can get up and get a picture of her sleeping. Just kind of be very slow. This was just the extra bonus addition because the kitty came back even though the food's outside. So, it's lonely. Both of us. Okay, love you. ride on the wild side it doesn't matter how you get to casino arizona and talking stick resort all that matters is how you leave okay i'm taking out the trash so i got another minute to talk to you it's a secret that i can't tell nobody just i have to colton's like you want to take out the trash i was like yes i want to take out the trash and not 
sneak love notes to my Elena, my babe, Dr. Babe, baby doctor. Um, uh, one time I got, my performance skills got recognized at uh, Red Robin and I got to MC a Red Robin Burger Rodeo. If that ain't the most American corporate thing you've ever heard. So I, I, uh, I emceed the burger, the burger, um, the burger rodeo, you know, in all the different Red Robin stores from around Phoenix, I guess, gathered at uh, my store this time, which is why I got to be the MC for the burger rodeo, the burger cook-offs or whatever. And there's a bunch of like little competitions and and like, you know, trivia things and fun team building stuff. I think I had, it starts at like 6 a.m. and ends at like 9 a.m. And then everyone still has to work their their real shift, by the way. And like, I don't know, we get, I'd say, oh yeah, well, we at least we get paid, but the hourly is two, like 275, you know? It's like $3 an hour to be up at 6 a.m. Anyway, so I think I was actually doing show so I uh, in Scottsdale so I like emceed I, I burger emceed at like 6am went and did my show and then did you do you want me to get the mail or anything no okay it was like last call on outdoor activities So, um, uh, yeah, and then I went and I think I did my performance of Charlotte's Web in Scottsdale. So I did, we probably did two shows. We probably did like a seven, a, like a seven and a nine or something. So I opened the Burger Rodeo, um, kickoff event drove to Scottsdale did two shows drove back got ready for my serving shift at Red Robin and then did a dinner rush and probably closed just knowing my uh, luck this that's the freedom I'm afforded in America for being a, a rising star in the bullshitting industry of bullshitty bullshit. You know, I don't want to be the one to tell you this, but it's only a matter of time before somebody figures out how to use facial recognition and use Facebook and then you connect it to an app that lets me scan the entire internet to find nudes of my friends. There is a rainbow on the toilet. Okay, bye.
the food instrument list is your main resource for knowing what our WIC customers are allowed to purchase and not allowed to purchase using their food instruments.
Okay, this is more of like an epilogue because uh, I'm falling asleep. Um, I miss you. And this drug's not gonna change me if it grows my brain it grows my neurons or whatever my synapses if it develops those like it says money well spent however if it doesn't fucking do that if I don't feel quote relief if I don't feel you know fucking cured for a little bit I'm gonna be Pissomajado 4.0 coming at you hard the update remix okay there's a lot going on on this cover of the CD what you have a question I don't know. That's a great question. So the question, for those of you who can't hear it, is why is there a Q&A right now? And to that I say I don't know. Good question. Oh, yeah, other question, yes. Okay. Um, this one would like to know... Uh, What was the word we were just saying? Oh my god. I hate Harry Potter movies playing in the back of my head and I've never seen the Harry Potter movie so it's even more distracting. That's why I keep losing my place. Um, I had this whole thing planned and then I forgot it. I think I was gonna like switcheroo. I don't know, do this, do that. Anyway, I'm falling asleep. I love you. I will talk to you tomorrow. Keep on being wonderful. Okay, bye. to teach these kids assertiveness, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's good. I'm good. Just no. Hey, no. Young man, no. Like, I didn't know, uh, I was trying to holler at uh, somebody the other day. She was like, nice looking, everything. Look good. I said, um, slid into her DM, hey, I'm Darrell. You look beautiful, da, da, da. She said, I'm good. I'm like, so uh, when do you want to meet up and stuff? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just say no, jeez. Dare was there for a reason, all right? Uh, all right. Oh, shit. My life. All right. I'm going to give because I love y'all to death. Um, everybody, seven minutes. So seven minutes, uh, like, 
three songs for musicians. If you're a poet, you get 20 because you're awesome. You've been sitting here supporting everybody. <laughs> you get the hour special. You get the hour something. And you bought two things. You, you get the day. It's yours, man. I'm not even going to stand up here anymore. You're hosting. So, all right. And I will, between sets, I will wipe it down. We don't need anybody getting sick. And um, yeah, man, let's stay safe, man. This is a mask. We're outside, so no need for a mask unless you feel you need it. So let's enjoy ourselves. It's going to be beautiful. Y'all ready to get this started? Oh, everybody just nodding. I can't hear you. You guys ready to get this started? Oh, there you go. There you go, man. This is going to be beautiful. Oh, man, I already love it. You've heard my name a dozen times. You'll need to hear it again. But I'm Darrell. I want y'all to walk to the stage. One of my favorite people. He's been improving. He actually had like, he doesn't know how blessed he is in comedy. Because uh, the other day he was like, man, I can't stop a heckler. And like 20 comedy like OGs like swarmed the guy and said, yes, you can. You can stop him. Like really got in his face like drill sergeant style. Like you can get it. You can stop like really spitting in his face and everything. Like, <laughs> it was funny. But yeah, it was a good time. But uh, I want y'all to walk to the stage. Cheer to your guy, everybody. It's my dude. Clap it up. Clap it up. That's actually the first time someone pronounced it right. <laughs> I've been here for like months, and someone hasn't pronounced it right for that many times. So thank you, Darrell. Um, I'm getting old, you guys. My birthday's next week. I turn 27. I'm getting super old. My, my hair is falling out. I'm starting to dress like an old man. I'm getting, I'm going for comfort now. Um, it's at a function. And I'm learning that the older I get, like the less I want children. And so I'm learning now, I'm either not gonna have kids, or I'm gonna be like a really old dad. Like I'm gonna be the dad with the walker. And like my kid is gonna be like, did you have your prune juice today? Did you, are you going to bingo, dad? I'd be like, I don't know, I went last week. That's gonna be me. I mean, I'm gonna be the 50 year old with the two year old on. Because like, I think I'm having these thoughts because all my friends from high school are starting to get married and two of them already have kids. So it's very odd because I don't think they're responsible people. And I don't think they're thinking that hard about having kids because most people that have them, they don't think too hard about them. They're like, well, my parents said I should. And it's like, well, your parents also said you shouldn't move out of the house. So they did that. So maybe you shouldn't listen to everything your parents said. And they'll justify it. They'll be like, my grandparents had a kid at 25. And it's like, well, your grandparents were born in the 1920s. Like, there were vaccines that were invented. And like, your grandparents lived in a time where it was okay to marry your first cousin. It wasn't odd at all. And people would justify it by being like, well, you could have a smaller wedding and um, she wouldn't have to change her last name. And there are a lot of good things that come with it. You know, that's a world your grandparents lived in. But go ahead, take care of us. And then I also think like one tough thing about kids is like, you're either all in or not. That's a tough thing, there's no halfway. Like once you decide, that's a lifelong decision. And there's no trial period. Like it'd be cool if you could um, like rent a child 
if you could rent a baby for like six months, then that would be fantastic. You can rent a guitar for a few months and be like, you know what, I don't want this Fender Stratocaster. It's not for me, I think I'm gonna try the piano. You can't do that with kids. Once you have that baby, it's like, well, enjoy that for the rest of your life. Even if you're not that interested. Like, my sister had a baby during the holidays and uh, it was tough, because it was a December baby. And when we came home, I learned one of the negatives of having a child is uh, you're not guaranteed sleep especially a baby it was like a five pound baby from the second floor i could hear her crying and i'm like i'm trying to enjoy christmas right now I'm trying to get into this harry potter book but no my niece won't stop crying it's like she just doesn't consider anyone else's feelings you know what i mean this two week old baby doesn't care about how much sleep i'm getting all she cares about is getting fed you know so yeah that's I also think, on paper, if someone proposed to you what having kids would be like, a lot of people wouldn't go for it. They'd be like, all right, so you're gonna have a roommate? They need you for everything, right? Like you gotta wipe their butt, you gotta feed them, you gotta clothe them, oh, you have to pay their half of the rent, and um, they're gonna be around for like 18 years rent-free. You'd be like, oh, well, I'm not signing up for that. Like, that's a crappy deal. How about you tell that roommate to find someone else? But when it's in the form of a baby, then it's like, oh, it's just normal. It's just expected. It, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty rough. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? I, I might be the guy next year being like, oh, I love my child. <laughs> that might be me next year. Um, yeah, I grew up in Minnesota, and Minnesota is a really weird place because the winters are so cold you can't do anything and the summers are so hot you're just sweating through everything that's why there's so many lakes they call it the land of 10,000 lakes there's actually 12,600 but who's counting what else was I going to talk about um I also think marriage is kind of a racket that's also another ridiculous thing Marriage was kind of invented just to benefit dudes, I feel like. I mean, it, it's kind of flipped, but originally it was just to keep property. And like, whenever whenever I hear people complain about how the feminists today are like going too wild and crazy, I'm like, well, they have a good reason. Because it used to be a lot different. Like, it used to be a time where if a woman got an inheritance from her father, she didn't have access to that money. And so she'd have to marry in order to get her dad's money. But then once she got married, that guy got access to all the money, which is pretty a crappy deal. That means I could be like a homeless man off the street, like marry a rich millionaire chick, and then have a baby with her. And then the day she gives birth, been like, I'm divorcing you and taking all your money. Have fun in the street. Like that, that was normal. And then people will wonder why feminists are the way they are. Like there's always a history. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, this whole uh, this whole COVID situation. I think it's getting out of hand, especially America. Like now we're the laughing stock, and I think uh, we can't have nice things and. 
it's because there's too many people that are just denying science. Like I heard a guy say once, I don't trust science. And it's like, but you trust your doctor, right? He's a scientist. It's like you trust your ibuprofen, but you don't trust science if it doesn't agree with you. It seems kind of out there. You know? All right, I'm gonna leave you guys with one last joke. Um, I've been dating my girlfriend for a few years now. Uh, she's a, she's a libertarian. She's really cool though. And the other day she said to me, "When are you gonna ask me to marry you?" And I said, "We'll let the market decide." <laughs> One more time for Judy, everybody. Welcome, welcome. You signing up for? Oh no, you just want to enjoy. That's good. That's good. I like. What would you what'd you get to drink? Oh wow, that's gonna sound good. Oh gee, I might need some fire. All right. Sorry, I'm up here sweating, looking like a Baptist preacher. Let's talk about it, y'all. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get your next poem up here. Um, if I think I know who it is, he's a good musician. Is it William? Yeah. Who's William? Oh, me. You're on the back. There you go. Oh, shit. The guy All right. that said no punchlines earlier. He's I got it. Y'all gonna love him. Get up for William, everybody. Oh, I mean, Dang. There we go. I gotta put my. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it is going to be a long seven minutes. I'm going to tell you all that right now. Um, I usually write my sets and my jokes on these post-it notes. Um, but I forgot a pencil. So we're just going to go with what I had written down. Um, which, okay, let's see here. Oh yeah, all right. Um, this, this is from, uh, this is another Richard Pryor joke. No, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have a black friend. No, he doesn't go here, okay? Jeez, everybody stop asking. Um, but his name's Deontay, and I asked him this question. Um, uh, he lets me call him D, but uh, he said... I ask, him, I ask him all my race questions because he says that he speaks for all black people and I don't understand sarcasm. So I asked him, uh, D, and then, you know, he lets me call him that because I couldn't say Deontay, so I kept saying Deont. Uh, and he's, he's so, so kind to me. Um, but he's also just taught me, like, a lot about, what's this next one here? Uh, weed, I guess, is what the next thing here? Oh, man, we are trying. Um, so... I was always really, um, I was like not straight edge. I don't know what they called it as a, like now, but I'd never had drugs or alcohol or anything. I was very dadly, even uh, as a young boy. Uh, that's because my parents met in Los Angeles County Rehab Center. And so I just kind of stayed away from all the addictive substances thing. Uh, and and uh, I feel like if, if my friends in high school had peer pressured me more to try marijuana for the first time, like I would have had a much better life experience. Uh, I just feel like my friends didn't care enough about me because they didn't peer pressure me. And, they, you know, and I feel like if someone said, hey, 
when you're 30, you're gonna smoke weed every day. And I would be like, oh, I turned 30? <laughs> it's rough. Um, <laughs> I feel like I had, I feel like I wrote more um, jokes on my phone here, but there's no guarantee of that. Let's see what I have. Oh, to a microphone. This is a real story. So if there are real people in this story, I apologize. But I used to do, I used to do stand up um, when I was a young uh boy with optimism and hope and dreams and stuff uh and so at one point i was doing a show it was like a live comedy show promoting a web series and we were at an island themed bar by the mesa airport and we had the technology like real well figured out so we had two microphones one was for the pa system of the restaurant outside and the other was for the live stream that was being piped to the whatever the hell. Um, so I showed up to do my set. I brought my girlfriend with me at the time. She was 19. The bouncer wouldn't let her in. So she had to go get a laptop and watch it using the Wi-Fi from McDonald's. And I can only imagine her experience of a man she's dating, telling jokes, holding two microphones and just complete silence, but like just selling it. <laughs> but you can't tell as you watch it on like spotty McDonald's Wi-Fi. I mean, it doesn't matter now because she divorced me, but like think about it, you know? Anyway, that's my time. I had to go back into hiding before they find me, but uh, it's been real fun. just imagine how, how how much that hurt you know two microphones and just bombing i get it every time i get on stage so i kind of not imagine i see it you know what i'm saying it's wild but yeah one more for william man william killed it it's good. It's like, bringing energy remind me what it's like to be a comic you know what i'm saying not a guy that's holding the microphone you know what i'm saying you got me you really get me all right thank you I'll message you later. <laughs> I'll play All right. Let's get your next person up here. May? Is May out here? Where's May at? May? Dang, she ran inside. Like, as soon as she's about to go up. Who, who's next on the list? Kelly, I want to say. No, I'm number five. Yeah, yeah, it's number five. You number five, sister. <laughs> All right. Why don't y'all show some love for one of my favorite people? Kelly. Show some love for Kelly, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't seen her in a minute, so it's always a pleasure. Look, look at this! Look, look at this stride. <laughs> Hi guys. Hello. I don't like holding the mic, but I guess I gotta hold it. It could be uncomfortable and stuff like that, but that's okay. So look at me. I'm turning around. So, I just started doing comedy probably not long, less than a year, and I've been having fun with it and everything, and then, you know, I get my books, I'm a writer, I, I just love to write, so I write journals and stuff, then I found comedy, so I'm trying to help you out, I'm trying to help y'all people out too, because y'all say some rude stuff to me, I'm going off, so I beat you up, God bless. so, let's take some, uh, going to Let me step on you, but for real, I am the most calmest person now. You can do anything to me now, and I'll be like, okay. Let's see, I can 
all day. And it helps them out. Because it helps me out to not yell at nobody. I'm still kind of like sarcastic still, but it's more like I want you to think for yourself now. So I'll be like, really? Is that what you're really going to tell me right now? And the boy walks away and goes, oh yeah, I should have thought about that first. Yeah, let's try that. But anyway, so like I said, on as I went off, so I have bought this book. This is my red book and it's called Blah Blah Blah. And I took Blah 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 to work with me one day. And some way, somehow, by the time I entered back in the building with the book and got to the time clock, I lost my book. So I'm at my desk and I'm like, where's my book? Like, I know I had my book. So I asked the security, I was like, hey, did y'all see a red book? Did anybody turn in a red book? And she was like, no. I was like, okay. So I came in the next day and I was like, hey, by the way, did anybody turn in a red book? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, is that yes or is that no? Like, I need to know. And she was like, yeah. So and I said, okay, and I went and I got my book from her and I wrote a note to my book. On August 10, 2020, I lost you. I was lost, confused, wondering, how, um, wondering, did I throw you away? Hmm, let me think, was I that high? I could not, I could not have been that high. Impossible. I continued my day as normal. I could hardly sleep. I woke up in the morning thinking about you thinking, how will I get through the day without you? Today, August 11, 2020, I walked into work and I asked, did anyone turn in, turn you in? The, the girl said, the gal, I said, the gal said, yes. I thought she meant like, yes, no. Being that she's Mexican and all, you know, they just like, yes, no, like, you know, so then, I said, I said, yes. And she was like, yes. And I was like, I, uh, and I went and got my book. And I was like, it's the, I said this, I said, it's like I lost the love of my, love of my, blah. sorry, my bad. It's like I lost my heart. I found it. Thank you, Mexican lady. Thank you. I didn't know how, how, how we parted, but never again will I let you go. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. She got a drink, support it. Well, y'all, show some love for me, man. Clap it up. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. 
So I think I'm gonna buy too many drinks and <laughs> there's a reason for that. Unlike Darrell, I didn't bring my own towel and they give me a little black napkin every single time I buy a drink. <laughs> so yeah, they're gonna do well. <laughs> so um, I'm new to the comedy world. I've been trying some stuff out, some really bad, some bad and one good. So we'll see how this goes. Um, when I was thinking about going to do comedy finally after a decade of contemplating and really wanting to, um, I was looking around the world, people are dying, you know, COVID's going on. I'm like, man, I should accomplish something off my bucket list. Looked at my bucket list, I've got, you know, normal people's stuff on there, like a beach house, annual passes to Disneyland, and I realized, hey, comedy's cheap. You know, I am buying too many beers, but it's a lot less than that beach house. So I'm from a small town in Illinois, Cuba. Um, Havana is literally over the bridge, so I'm not far from Havana. So um, in that small town, the cows outnumber the people, and the common style are camouflage jackets and magma hats. I'm hating Facebook right now. At the age of 21, I got my dream job in Cuba, Illinois at the American Legion as a bartender. And while working there, I met my now husband. He was sitting across the bar. He's wheat. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's kind of like a Mexican color. <laughs> so um, he's sitting across the bar and I don't have much cultural experience because I'm from this small town. And I go to him and I say, do you work at that Mexican restaurant? And the first words that my husband ever said to me were, I'm not Mexican. Apparently there are other countries, which I've learned now, but at that time I wasn't quite sure. So three weeks after meeting this guy, I married him, ticked off the whole town. Like I was shunned for a long time, had a sister, she didn't talk to me for five years. We moved across the country to Phoenix, Arizona, and I love it nine months out of the year. <laughs> You know, it's great. Um, we moved across country to Phoenix, Arizona, and I realize now that that could have easily been an episode of Dateline, but fortunately, you know, everything seems to have worked out. Um, him and I have a 14-year-old son who is very smart, and he always has been, and you know how kids say the darndest things. When he was little, he comes out of the bathroom and he tells me, Mom, the telescope is in the tunnel. I'm like, fantastic. Later on that day, I needed to use the bathroom, so I go in there, and the telescope is the toilet paper roll holder, and the tunnel's that part of the toilet that goes down into the piping. So, yeah, that's my very smart child. He's in some special classes, like honors geometry, just started high school, conceptual physics. Not even sure if I'm saying that word right. And I'm homeschooling. So things are working out great. Um, recently, I took my son to Colorado. We did some camping. Um, and I had to play chess with him because he's a nerd. And that's what he wanted to spend his time doing. So I developed strategies of losing. <laughs> I probably could have won, but that was easier. So um, that's... Oh, I'll leave you on this. How does a downy ball know when to open? I have no idea. That's if someone could let me know, that'd be great. I, I've always kind of wondered that. Like you throw it in there, and 
supposedly opens on the rinse cycle, but I don't know how. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I got for you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. That was everyone's number one chart topper. 90 seconds of humming by the band Mumblefum. Next up, we've got a new track by everybody's favorite alternative indie band. It's called The Sounds of Thinking. The band is known as What's That? One more time. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all we needed. Thanks.
okay. We're here, we're going to get used to it. <clears throat> okay, so, <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to start, like, I wasn't trying to be like, I mean, you know, thematically, whatever. It's the story I'm going to tell. Uh, okay. Tonight was wild. No, I got really high because I was not having a good time at the um, at the end of the show. Um, partially because the rest of the cast was going out and talking about going out, but then um, they'd stop talking about it when I would come back in the dressing room. You know. And I'm like, no, no, guys, I get it. I'm not invited. Like, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. I don't want to go with you. Have you considered that? Like, I don't know what you're... I don't want to go to Postino's with you guys after the show. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's what you're doing. Because I heard it. Because I have ears. You heard? Okay. Um... So I, I dip early. The show closes. All right. So then we take our final bows. We go into the fucking lobby to shake everybody's hands. Oh, I killed it by the way. People loved me. Oh shit. How do you drive this thing? Okay. People loved me. I was amazing as, uh, happens sometimes. I wouldn't say like always, but it does definitely happen occasionally. Um, <clears throat> So, I'll get to that later. Uh, so, I get high. I leave the lobby. No, I'm not high yet. I'm in the lobby. We're shaking everyone's hand. <sighs> it's already pretty awkward of a situation because the show is essentially, you'll see essentially about four people but for whatever reason in the lobby after the show there's five characters nobody wants to talk to me you know what I mean people don't want to like they're like they don't they don't have anything to say like you know people would come up and skip me in the line they'd be like really nice work you were my favorite part skip like you know what I mean like uh which is fine I just don't like that I have to stand in the lobby anyway so I was the first person to leave the lobby um and then by the time that they came back from the lobby I was already out of costume out of mic out of costume I like had my shit packed up because there's not a show tomorrow and like was on my way out to the parking lot. Like, (laughs) um, so I don't know. I was being, I'm being really rebellious today. I don't know. I'm, I, uh, working through some shit apparently. So anyway, find Christine. Her husband saw the show tonight. Oh, oh, I mean, I changed all the names of all the characters. None of these are real people. This is all fictional. Okay. 
man. Okay. I got real high. I found Christine. Luckily, before the highness set in. Okay. I proceed to get higher, I guess. I don't have my wallet. I don't have my wallet. I don't have my ID. I have no form of payment. Okay. And I'm going out to a bar on New Year's Eve. And Christine is like, oh, you don't, we don't have to go if, if you don't, you know, don't worry about it because you don't have your, you know, you don't have your ID and your wallet and stuff. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, I'm not worried about it. Like, you're going to buy my drinks or I'll get them for free. Um, and I'm not worried about the guy checking IDs because I look like your dad. He's going to try to card me and I'm going to be like, nah. And he's just going to let it go, right? So we walk up. This is going to be a long story. I'm going to give you like a whole two hour play by play apparently. I mean, fuck. Oh my God, it's 1.20. Three hours? Oh my God. We went to this arcade bar Chris had one beer. I had one Diet Coke. Okay, we, I'm still, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Back it up. Back it up. We're at the front door. And the guy's like, bada bing, give me your ID to Christine. And Christine goes through her shit. And I'm just like on my phone. Like, I'm not getting my shit out. One, I don't have it. Okay? He doesn't know that. And so I'm not, I'm not even pretending to like look for it. I'm just, like, chilling on my phone, like, like, yeah, show him your ID, you're a little girl, <clears throat> you know, and he has this, like, he has, like, this scanny thing in his hand, and he, like, scans her thing, and then he looks at me, and he has his scanny thing, and I go, I don't have my wallet, dude, and, um, and I was like, and if that, and I was like, if that means I can't come in, then like, whatever. And he was like, well, I'll, he's like, I'll just have to trust you. And I was like, well, it's the theme tonight is eighties. And let's just say I qualify. Okay. Like, and that, and I, that I got in no ID required. Right. I also looked like Chris's dad. <clears throat> I was like, I just want to show my daughter a good time. I play a lot of roles tonight. Telephone man is just one of them. Moving guy is another one of them. Chris's father is another one of them. But then... Okay, we're not outside yet. When we go outside is when it gets real. Uh, We go outside... No, Chris wants a drink. We try to get, we get tokens. I don't have any money. So I'm like, Chris, get tokens. Like, I'm like, Chris, pay for shit. Um, uh, so she gets, uh, she gets tokens. We end up, anyway, we'll talk about that. 
I'm just gonna keep saying we'll talk about that and then I'll never circle back to these things because this is how I tell stories. I listen back to these recordings and I know I'm not saying anything. Oh my God, what if, what if Chris like somehow finds out about these podcasts, about these recordings and listens to it and then she hears everything that I've been saying about her. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love her and there's nothing that I would say behind her back that I wouldn't say to her face. Like that's how much respect I have for her, okay? Like I wouldn't, like I would listen to these, like if for some reason if she was like, I'm gonna sit you down and you're gonna have to listen to these and look at me, I'd be like, that's fine. I don't, there's nothing I don't think I would not say to your face, you know? Like, I think that I say that, like, she's real crazy or something, and, like, one of the things that I'm like, yeah, but it takes crazy to know crazy, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's, that's why I'm worried about you. Anyway, um, we'll get to that. She gets a beer, so she goes and she orders a beer. I'm standing behind her. I'm, like, hovering over her shoulder while we're looking at the menu. She orders a beer. And then she's like, oh, and then uh, the guy's like, do you want anything? And I was like, a diet diet soda. Um, and then she's like, you know, put it on my tab or whatever. And then he's like, just take it. It's a diet soda. It's, you're obviously a designated driver or whatever, you know? I'm like, I'm not, though. I'm my designated driver. Also, by the time he gave me that, like... If if he gave me that diet soda because he thought I was not drinking, when he gave it to me and then I lifted it above my head like I was a like I found a special item in a video game, he was like, oh, he's already inebriated. Anyway, so we go outside to talk because while we are there, enjoying the evening, she's trying to decide, well, she's doing the, like, the, the, the servant with two masters things, right? So she's trying to please both people. So she's communicating with both people and trying not, I wouldn't even say trying to please them. I would just say, like, trying not to upset people, I guess. And, and, you know, that's just, that's just the minefield and you can't control that. And, you know, and it's like a classic thing. Like, I do it all the time. <sighs> like, I do it all the time and I know I'm not supposed to. Like, I'm to the point where I'm like, I can see myself, I can see myself doing it sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, I know I shouldn't be doing this. I just, I don't know if she doesn't, I don't think that she knows yet. Or if she does know that she probably shouldn't be doing this, that, like, I don't know, I had to call her out on a couple of things tonight. So anyway, we'll just cut to the chase. We go outside. That selfie I sent you, she's on the phone with her husband who's upset, okay? (laughs) Who's upset that she's not spending New Year's with him. Okay? He's just at home drinking. It's not not doing anything. And I already explained to Chris. I was like, Chris, I'm high. 
I'm here until after New Year's. Like, I'm here until next year because I'm not going to drive. Like, I'm not going to be an idiot, okay? Like, it's 10 o'clock. I'm here at least until midnight because that's how long it's going to take. It's 1.30, so, like, we're good. But, uh... And I said, like, I'm going to be here whether you're here or not. Like, I will entertain myself. So don't feel like you're going to abandon me at the bar. Like, I'm good. Okay? Um, like, I'm like, don't worry about pleasing me. Like, I... I don't expect that from people. You know, like, um, I expect people to do what they want to do, not what I want them to do. Because I think people should kind of do what they want to do. Most of the time... Unless it's infringing upon somebody else's rights sort of thing, you know? Like, you can't please all the people all the time. Anyway, I also talked to her about reintroducing uncertainty into her life. Because that's a thing that I've been dealing with. Like, I have to be... I have to stop telling myself that it's, you know, 100% this or 100% black or 100% white. And, you know, that it's this relationship is going to work with her husband. It is not going to work with her husband. She's got to stop thinking like that. Because that is what leads to worsening the situation with more mistakes, right? So, I know, I have that problem. So, I'm like, we have to, you know, there's, this is my strategy. I also told her, I was like, I'm going to, you know, I, anyway, we're outside, Two hours we're outside talking at an arcade bar outside. We're literally the only people outside for part of it. For most of the two hours, we're the only people outside. If people were watching or listening to what was happening outside, they'd be like, That bitch's gay best friend is going off on her right now. Because I was being, like, super extra, like the drama princess that I am. I know you're shocked. Shocked. You think I'm a drama princess with you? What do you... you, Who do you think I am when I'm with another drama princess? You think I'm going to be the less dramatic drama princess? No. How dare you? No, I'm kidding. Um, I was just trying to be more overdramatic for that joke. But I didn't want it to read incorrectly. So I just wanted to let you know that, like... I love you. I don't know. I don't remember what I'm saying. So I went... I just went off on her. Like, in a good way. In a gay best friend way. Okay? I was like, you got to get your shit together, Girl, girl, okay. I was like, girl. Also, girl. Okay, so I we're talking about you know stuff, and she's she she's got a lot of the same problems I got, and I feel like I've got a little bit of a responsibility to kind of like Sherpa her through some of it, okay? I'm not telling her what to do. I'm very clear about that. I'm like, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you what you're feeling. 
I'm not, I'm just asking you questions. So when you say, I'm trying to work out, I'm trying to save my marriage. And then my question is, so then you stop seeing that other guy. And then she has to like confront the obvious issue here, right? So like I'm doing that sort of like gay best friending. I'm not I'm not doing like a like a reality check thing, but I'm I'm there. I'm saying that I'm like I'm there for her. I support her. I'm in the same you know like like I get it. I'm not judging you. I understand why you're doing it. And I'm not saying I have the answers because the only thing that I've been able to come up with because, okay, so in short, she's self-sabotaging. She doesn't think she's, you know, like, this is me just a- analyzing, right? Like doing my character analysis. She just doesn't think she's deserving of love. She doesn't think she deserves someone who's as nice and caring and stable and kind or whatever is Aaron. She doesn't think that she, or, you know, fake names that I'm using. These are all fake names and fake people. I'm talking about a play that I wrote in my head, it's not actually written down anywhere, so don't ask to see it, and don't ask for details after a long period of time, because the story might have changed, because I'm always working on this play, because this is a work of fiction, just in case someone else is listening. I think I'm legally covered then? I think I'm covered legally? I don't know. Um, Okay. So, I'm giving it to her, and I'm pretty sure other people are listening at some point because, like, I, I drop some truth bombs on her. I'm like, your actions have consequences, girl! Girl! Okay? So, like, you know, she getting the tough loving from, from the gay best friend here, okay? <clears throat> and I know what you're thinking. Why are you the gay best friend? Why can't you just be like the best friend? Why why are you gay in this story? Why is that relevant? Well, if you saw the text messages, you already know. Classic, classic thing. Christine leaves me to go to the bathroom. She's gone for like a minute. And in that time, a man has come up to me and asked me if I needed coins to continue. And I said, I will take coins if you have coins. I like coins. I'm still very high at this point. He then proceeds to put tokens in my chest shirt pocket, which is underneath my sweatshirt okay and he gives me those coins and then I just pretend that I don't notice that he's obviously flirting with me and I just go back to playing the games I should have been like what's your name Seth hi Seth my name's Margaret. I know that's, I know you know that's not my real name, but I like mystery. So call me Margie. Yeah, call me Margie. Oh, if you think, if you think 
this is the this is the least amount of games I'm gonna play tonight, honey. You better put on an extra set of underwear because I I don't know. Just because, just I don't. Maybe because hold your butt. Because I I'm playing games with your. Where'd you go? Where'd you go, Seth? Seth. Hey, Seth. It's me. You know Margaret from earlier, Margie. Okay, no, he's doing this thing. No, 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 it's fine, everybody. He's doing this thing where he pretends not to know me. We go way back, 2019. Way back. Come on. Just give me some more coins and I'll go away. I don't have my wallet and Christine's in the bathroom. Can I have more coins? Thank you, Seth. The name's Tyler, by the way. I'm just kidding. Okay, that's the end of that scene. Um, no, but he did come up to me and he put clo- he put coins in my shirt pocket, and I was like open to it. Like I like getting free shit. I got I like what a night for me. I talked my way out of getting carded. Like it's one thing when someone's like you're fine, I don't need to card you. It's another thing when they go, can I see your ID? And you go, I don't have it. And then you start making jokes and they just let you in, you know? And then I'm like, yeah. And then I get a free Diet Coke, which was like, girl, all I needed, okay? Then I get free tokens. I was like, this is what women go through on a daily basis, they get free shit and special treatment, and it feels wrong. Like, it doesn't, it's not a good feeling. Like, when that man flirted with me and gave me money, I was like, I don't like this. I mean, I liked the attention, and, like, the sex was okay, but, like, I just, I don't, I didn't feel great about it, you know? I'm joking, obviously. Um, I wouldn't qualify what we did in the bathroom as sex. Because all we did was wash our hands and go our separate way. After fondling each other's genitalia. I mean, like, like, no, I can't turn that one around. That one's too obvious. I can't go back and forth. I ended it too soon. I want to do more, but I came too soon. Tank came to the punchline too soon. Sorry. Sometimes I just, I prematurely say the punchline, like, before I'm ready. Because sometimes it just feels so good, right? And it just feels like, ugh, when that punchline is on, like, the tip of your tongue, and you just, like, feel it, and you're like, oh, God, I'm gonna punchline so much. I am gonna have comedy everywhere. Ugh. Anyway, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Was I talking about joking off? Ha <laughs> ha! Get it? That is funny. I gotta write that down when I'm not driving. I gotta write down that I'm gonna comedy everywhere. That's a good phrase. I gotta write down joking off. Oh man, this bit is writing itself. I feel like it might have already been done, but I'm kind of willing to take that risk. 
Like, it feels like low enough hanging fruit. You know. Like, I feel like if someone was like, yeah, I'm comparing sex and jokes, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that doesn't sound like it's too uncommon. But it, it like, you know, people can see the jumps. It's not, like, wildly clever. It's not, like, outrageous or outlandish or hard to follow. So it makes me think it might be a little easy, but it's approachable, right? Like, I feel like the comedy would speak well to a wide audience. It would play well with, like, my, you know, highly intelligent intellectual audience, like you, for example. Like, it would play okay with someone like you, but it's going to fucking kill with, like, some of the less, like, the more, like, the more drunk people are, like, that joke's going to kill. Like, you know that the next time that, like, they're in a car or whatever, like, they're, they're driving home. This is the great thing about, I have to just tell myself that this happens, right? The great thing about, like, comedy or, like, a good show or something like that is you just imagine them on the car ride home, like, what they're talking about on the car ride home, and what, which of my jokes are they repeating, you know? Oh, shit, there's a fire truck. Okay, well, I'm gonna move. Um, but if they're, like, you know, like, they're just gonna be like, oh, man, jo- joking off, right? Oh, he, you know, comedied everywhere. Or, like, oh, the, saying the punchline prematurely, or, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could also say, like, oh, is that comedy hard to swallow? Like, that's another thing. And I'm not sure if I'd want to go, like, there. Like, that feels, like, maybe too far. Like, I, I don't know. It, feel, it just feels unnecessary. <clears throat> There's, like, uh, a woman and two children standing outside in the cold outside of the parking garage. I I don't like looking at that. I hope they're waiting for someone to pick them up. I hope they're going somewhere safe. They have luggage with them, so like it, you know, anyway, it's not my it's not my problem. I just I don't like to see you know a single mom and two kids with probably everything they own while they're standing outside in the cold at 1.40 on New Year's Eve. Anyway, sorry, I guess I'm sensitive or whatever. I don't know. Oh my God, I'm gonna eat this cake pop. Holy shit. So I'm dating this guy now. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm really appreciative of you though, because she was she was texting, you know, her husband back and forth. And she was like, what should I say? And I'd be like, Well, what are you feeling? You know, like what are you what are you trying to communicate? Like, tell me what you're trying to communicate. And then, like, I can translate that into what you should, like, text. And then she tells me, like, succinctly, like, you know, <clears throat> she's like, I want him to know that he's welcome to join us. 
I would like him to join us. He's not obligated to join us. You know, like, and she just spoke, like, kind of, like, over-communicated a little bit. And then I was like, say that. Just what you, just what you said to me. It's clear. It's very clear. You know, and I'm like, and any time that, like, Elena lets me talk like that to her, like, it, shit gets communicated. It gets resolved. We have, like, healthy conflict. I love that there's an envelope shoved in my door. I love coming home to bad news. What is this, like, the watch, watch, be like a fucking, like, eviction notice or something? Okay, here's the thing I've really been thinking about. (laughs) Is my wallet here? We're going to try to find my wallet if it's here. It's not in my bag. I thought it was in my bag. I thought it was in my pocket. It's, it's not. Anyway, that's, that's fine. I'm going to, um, oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to, uh, uh, relax for a second. Get ready for bed. Stress out about this wallet thing. And then, um, I'm going to, I'll come back. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, I'll, I, hopefully I'll remember that I'm talking about how I'm appreciative of the way that you are receptive to my form of communication. You know, <clears throat> there are some people who do not like to talk. They don't like to talk about communication. They don't like to, you know, they think it's just like, you know, people don't talk like that. Why are you, you know, why are you communicating like that, you know? Um, and uh, you're just very open to, you know. You're just open to my style of communication. I appreciate that. Okay. <coughs> oh. Found the wallet. Mystery solved. It was in my shorty shorts. Which are just my regular shorts. Those are not special shorts. Those are not... They're not like hot pants. Anyway, I'm still going to get ready for bed, though. My night has gotten better now that i found my wallet, but... I didn't need it because, you know... <sighs> cute girls drink for free, you know? And that's me. All right. Okay, I'll be back. Love you, bye. Oh, what a day. What a day, what a day. What a day, what a day, what a day, what a mighty weird day. Mighty weird day. I'm leaving the theater. I feel like I always am. I feel like I'm always leaving the theater. It's hard to tell, like, like I, I don't know. It was kind of nice to feel like a celebrity in front of Tabitha, code name. It's kind of nice to feel like a celebrity. Um, Like, I'm like, ooh, people know me. Look at me wave at people. Look at people stop me and talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, 
look at that. Like, oh, wow, that's so cool. I'm famous. I don't know. I'm a fucking arrogant asshole, but... Uh, oh, I'm turning on third. And you're like, who's third? And why are you turning him on? I've heard of unisex, but I've never had it. Why am I a drag queen right now? I, my stomach hurts so bad. I have been holding in farts all night. I, I'm not going to make it home. I could not go to the bathroom. Like I couldn't pee at the intermission. I tried and I couldn't. And I'm so bloated. And I brought, I bought, I bought a diet Coke or diet RC Cola for $3. Supposed to be $1.50. But I had my art badge. But anyway, I paid $3 for an RC Cola. They brought me two. So I guess I did like a two for one deal. I don't know. But I only ordered one. It was so weird. The whole thing was so weird. And I was high. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'll just start with a day chronologically, I guess. Because like, the, 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 uh, lunch with Christine was another thing too. And it was wild. But anyway... I was like, I wrote this thing and then I was like, I don't know. If I just, if I could have just impacted one person, you know, like my life would not have been a waste, a waste of my pain and suffering, a waste of time and energy and resources and, and fucking carbon, right? Like it just, what a fucking waste of life I have been unless I have just impacted one person, right? Like I've, like one person's life is better for knowing me, right? Like if, if I've achieved that, just like I've affected one person who's better for knowing me and that person knows that I exist. Like, you know, and the thing about it is people have, you know, I was like, if, man, if one just person, if one person said, I think this is what I wrote. I said, if one person just said, quote, hey, you, I wanted to just let you know that you have made an impact in my life and that I'm very different and better, but different in ways I never thought I could be because I've known you and you've impacted me and shown me things and taught me things and shifted my perspective on things without my consent or asking and thank you you were you weren't right but you were right in the fact that I wasn't right and I really needed someone to say that so thanks uh thanks and then I wouldn't feel so shitty but then people are like hey um I just wanted you to know and I'm like thank you so much you're so kind I'm going to go. I had a lot of crying in my car to do. I got a lot of feeling bad to do. Oh, why? (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. The fact that you're asking why, what's wrong, uh, just, that is what shows me how much you wouldn't understand, is the fact that you have to ask what's wrong is, is a clear indicator that I can't, I can't help you understand, you know? And I know that that's a trap. Like that's an unwinnable situation, you know? 
and I know that I'm doomed to be uh, feeling lonely wherever I go and feeling out of place in a crowd and feeling um, ostracized in a community that supposedly loves me. I, I know that that is not a healthy thing, but I, you know, it's what I believe. Some people believe in God, you know? Some people believe in God and that God loves them and that they are valid and that they are a valid person and that they are deserving of love, that they are competent and that they are a good person. They believe that because through all things, uh, uh, God is possible, right? Whatever. Um, but I'm not religious. I am a piece of shit. So that same belief, that same faith that happens in Christianity and like the son of Christ, who is the best in everything, he could probably slam dunk like a motherfucker. Um, I'm, I'm not the antichrist. I'm like the, um, like, you know how people are like, there are some people who are just like, you know, you're like, you're worthy and they don't question it. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're a piece of shit. Like you think you're a piece of shit, but you're wrong. Because you don't see all the really wonderful things that I see about you. However, I am actually a big piece of shit. And all of the things that you say that are great about me and that I don't understand, and I don't see those things about myself, I've tricked you into believing the lie that I'm a good person. downtown Phoenix. I'm in my car. I am turning from 7th Avenue on to the 10 to then merge onto the 17 to go north, where I will then go to the 101 and exit in Glendale and drop my car off one final time in my dad's driveway. Um, When I do a play, anytime I do a show, and I've done, you know, you rehearse the same show for like six weeks, and then you perform, oh, then you perform, like, the show for, like, you know, three to four, five, six weeks, right? So, you do the same thing a lot. Well, I mean, professional theaters, maybe, like, a total of seven weeks, three and four. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. Don't get bogged down in the details, babe. Okay. So, every time I do that, when I do a show, when it gets to closing, as soon as I get off stage, for like, I don't know, uh, um, my first entrance, and then whenever my first exit is, right? So the first time I get off stage, after doing a scene or an act that I'm in, I think, 
never, I will never do this again, right? This is my last time being telephone man and barefoot in the park. This is my last time being Eli and John. This is my last time being uh, Jared and body awareness. This is my last time being Crumpet in the Santa Land Diaries. This is my last time being Templeton in Charlotte's Web. This is the last time being anything, doing anything. It's the last time. And, you know, I obviously know that every time I go on stage and leave stage, that's the last time I'll be doing that thing, et cetera, et cetera. You never step in the same river twice. But this feels so weird. It doesn't feel real. I didn't even walk around downtown like I thought I was going to. I just spent as much time as I could with my friends. and I still feel like they hate me, but I know that's not true. I was talking to Michelle in the parking lot, which is... so funny because that's how her and I like became friends, you know, um, like we went to school together at ASU and we knew of each other, you know, but she was more in the musicals and I was more in the like, uh, theater for young audiences, um, kind of stuff. And it was kind of a, it was, it was very like siloed. Um, oh, also this is the last Elena show. Um, the last, definitely last Elena show in this car. Um, yeah, this could be the last Elena show until we're separated again, but I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't want to think about any of that. Um, I didn't think we'd be separated this fucking long. I don't even know how long it's been. I don't remember when you left because I was in the hospital. And time, time is weird when you're in the mental hospital, babe. So, um, so here's. Here's how I met, here's how I became friends with Michelle, Michelle Chin, one of my favorite fucking people in the whole world, right? We, uh, we get cast in John by Annie Baker. It's a four-person show. Two older women, uh, a young Asian woman, and a young, well, young, we're like 30s, uh, late 20s, early 30s, or whatever. I think late 20s. Um, uh, And a Jewish man. That's me. I'm not, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, And one day after rehearsal, 
her and I are talking in the parking lot of the Tempe Center for the Arts. It's 2016. And um, you know, in the years prior, I had um, closed the theater company, uh, been a part of other closed theater companies, and I, and uh, and before um, being cast in that show, um, I had been invited to join the board of the theater, Stray Cat, the, um, uh, to, quote, shake things up because I guess people were not happy with what how things were going. Anyway, this is not about me. This is how I met Michelle. Um, so I joined the board, and then more and more I got to talk to Michelle in the parking lot and just kind of watch how she works and watch how well and just and just like get to know like you know it's like with you babe it's like when you meet a person who's like very fucking competent you're like okay um well i want to keep this person around cuz they're going to get shit they're going to get shit done you know what I mean? Like, this is a person I can trust, and a person whose judgment I, like, trust. Uh, this is you, you and her, obviously. Um, and I asked her if she wanted to join the board. I said, you should, you should look into joining the board. And she was like, oh, I don't know, I can't, I don't, I'm not doing that, you know, I can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and she just... Uh, over these past four years, you know, like, she went from, like, I'm sure she could chart out her entire journey, but, um, she, she joined the board in, like, 2016, 2017, she assistant directed a show in, like, 2018, she directed me in a show at Phoenix Theater, and, and now she's going to be directing a full fucking musical. Um, and, and, and I remember when she would get off the phone with, uh, with Pasha, who like, was doing the contract negotiations over there, she would get off the phone with Pasha, and then she would call me and then be like, this is, this is the deal they're trying to go with. What, uh, you know, like, and I'd be like, no, fuck that. Like, go, you know, go for this or, you know, nothing or whatever, right? Because they were trying to, like, hit the actors against each other. And then they made deals about, anyway, a lot of, like, you know, in the room where it happens kind of deals. Um, on the Hamilton reference. Um, it, it's a lot of backroom kind of well, if you do this for this much, then you'll get this role in that one, you know? Um, and now she's she's telling me about being, um, about having a conversation with the artistic director of the fucking theater, one of the more powerful uh, individuals in the local 
seen industry here. He's also pretty well known um, uh, uh, elsewhere as well. Lots of people who work for him here in Phoenix go to do shows at like Tokyo Disney and shit, you know, like or direct shows on like you know. Anyway, bigger things. And she was telling me how she was saying, um, you know, instead of just talking about what, if instead of talking about me and saying that, oh, I want Michelle as a drummer here, and I want Michelle singing here, and I want Michelle, you know, doing this, that, and there, she said, ask me, and I will tell you how I want to be involved. And they asked her, and now she's going to be directing a full fucking musical by herself. I mean, not by herself, but you know what I mean? She's she's not assistant directing. She is getting to direct a full budget show at a, you know, union theater, at a big fucking theater, at a hundred-year-old theater company, you know? And then she was telling me stuff about Chanel, Chanel, who I met 10 years ago doing a show at Stray Cat called Abraham Lincoln's Big Gay Dance Party. That's the show that I shit my pants on stage because I was very sick. Um, you know, and, you know, her and I have been friends, and she's one of my favorite fucking people, um, you know, performers and stuff. And uh, and she joined the board for, for Stray Cat first Ray Cat Theater, um, uh, because of, I think of because of Michelle encouraging her to, based off of what, I think it was Michelle encouraged her to, but like, I, yeah, yeah, okay, and then she did, and now fucking Chanel is like the associate artistic director of Arizona Theater Company, the first woman, and, and the first black woman, the first woman of color, I think, in that, that role, also, is a big fucking deal. She might be the first woman of color with an artistic director or associate artistic director title for a Lord Theater, which is the League of Regional Theaters. Yeah, it's a Lord D, but it's still it still counts. There's only there's less than a hundred of those left in the country. Okay, it's like a big deal. Or the time that Tao, uh, Tayo. Uh, came to a board meeting that I invited her to, and to just to talk about how Stray Cat has positively affected her life, and she ended up saying shit like, "Thank God for Will Hightower," and I was like, "I mean that's nice, but it's not a, like I don't, I won't ever believe any of that, you know." Um. I mean, I used to be all, you know. A, B, C, A, always, B, B, C, closing, always, B, closing, and look where that got me, I mean, but when I, but I go, yeah, look where that got me, always be closing, look where that got me, it got me right back where I started, however, have I ever taken the fucking moment to consider that all of the fucking work that I've been doing hasn't been about me and pushing my shit further? You know, maybe I am going to leave this shitty fucking town better than I found it. 
but it won't be because of what I did. It'll be because of who I inspired to do things and who I trusted to do things and who I encouraged to do things. on the 101. <laughs> no, none of this is real yet. I can't, I can't, I can't take the time to process any of this and be sad because I don't know what that sadness is going to do it, like to my ability to make decisions and stay focused. You know, like when when you have really, really like crippling fucking depression and suicidal ideation every minute of every day, you can't let your you can't let yourself feel um, things all the time. You know, because I can't I can't trust I can't trust that I'll be able to get out of it um, if I put myself in a in like a rut, like a depressed. So I, I don't process shit. I just keep running. You know? I just stay busy and I keep running. And I don't have any time to mourn. And I don't know what to say or what to do. Except running. I'll be here is for a funeral, I guess, or a wedding, but I don't know, I don't know which of those is going to happen first.
uh, climate here. Oh, God. Ugh. I mean, I'm not going to miss. I'm not going to, like, actively miss anything from here. Because just like the shows, the productions that I do and stuff, it's um, it happens while it happens, and it's over when it's over. You know, everything that opens is gotta close. Um, so I'm not really feeling like I'm gonna miss being here. I'm just gonna miss. Um, being involved with the people, I mean, being, um, yeah, um, you know, I guess I'll just keep, I'll keep watch, I'll keep watch from afar, you know, I will, um, I'll stay involved, not involved, but I'll stay aware, um, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my, Facebook page or whatever, if I'm going to delete it and use that new one, or if I'm going to, um, I don't know. Um, I, I, I got to find a new kind of social media because, um, I don't have any friends. I don't have a community. You know, and I'm going to make a new one. I'm going to make new friends and a new community. But um, I'm, I, I don't want to, I'm, I, you know, that you're not, it's not going to be a bunch of, like, pressure on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm, like, uh. You're not responsible for me. You're not responsible for my making friends. You're not my, my you're not responsible for my um, joy or happiness um, while I'm there. If things are hard or don't go well, none of that is your responsibility. Um, so, you know, I'm resourceful. I know how to solve problems. Okay. The my main issue is identifying the problem and prioritizing, right? So if someone was like, yeah, I guess that's what my therapist could do. You know, Dina could be like, well, this week, focus on making friends. This week, focus on, you know, taking care of yourself and maybe stop eating ice cream from the tub with a fork, you fucking weirdo. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm not, I mean, not scared. I'm just, I'm scared about negatively impacting you, babe. I'm not, I'm not scared, like, for my, myself, because... Whether I want to or not, I'm I'm a fucking survivor, you know? 
and it doesn't, you know, it's not a choice, but, um, yeah, I just don't want to hurt you or negatively impact you, babe, that's all. Um, so, almost I've almost packed up all my shit and moved away so many times I've run away from home so many times and here I am in the driveway of my father's house again Let's get this over with. Um, I love you, babe. And I will see you soon. I love you. babe what a wild ride that was assuming you just listened to the entire uh secret show for me flying to germany time um yeah it was oh that one part that was like oh wow and this other part i was like really oh yeah and this other part i was like ah. I remember that one, you know? And that other part, I was like, ooh, that did not age well. And another one, I was like, oh my god. Did I really say that to those poor people? Um, No, I have no idea (laughs) what you just heard. Um, I'm just recording this right now while I have the idea. You can't tell where I am. I'm definitely not on the side of the road that you talk to me most mornings. Oh my god! Oh, I yawn. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry for apologizing, but I'm not sorry for being sorry that I'm apologizing. Listen, this isn't about me. This is about you, Elena. Elena. Uh, and I love you, babe. And hopefully, by the time you're done listening to this um i'll be uh well i mean i'll at least be a little i mean maybe i'll be closer we'll see but that's the hope and uh, regardless of what happens babe 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 uh i love you and my um My uh, ability to get to Europe, um, to get out of this country, 
uh, isn't really going to affect my love for you, right? The fact that I can't, you know, we're talking potential couple years of not being able to see you in person. I know that's going to be really hard, but like, I'm up for it, you know, and I'm not just making this bet hoping that by the time you're listening to us, I will have already, like, we will have an answer on whether or not, well, I guess we might not know when you listen to this, because it's, I'm having it, I think I'm having it published when I get on the plane, but then I have to spend, like, the next 72 million hours uh, on a loading screen, Uh, and then once I get off of the airport, and then I go through... I don't know what, customs or immigration or whatever they call it. I should probably learn what the fuck that word is in German before I head out. <laughs> but yeah, either way, uh, just know that um, that I love you. And even if we fail, um, I believe that... Uh, and this is hard for me, but I'm going to say I believe that we because they're going to include me instead of just saying you. Um, But I'm going to say, I think that uh, even if we fail, I think we're both resilient enough and passionate enough to not give up, to try again. And, I don't know. You know, in uh, in the entertainment industry, we uh, you know we just say like, okay, one more time, you know, one more time, one more time, one more time, babe. I love you. I hope to see you soon.